G'day and welcome to our brand new show, Is It Relevant Today? right here on Faith FM. I'm your host, Marius Jigau, and on this show we will examine important biblical concepts and ideas and ask ourselves the important question, Is it relevant today? Or is it as outdated and ridiculous as trying to record your favorite show on your VCR? We began our show last week by asking, Is the Bible relevant today? And did Jesus Christ even exist? We discovered that the evidence for his existence is so overwhelming in both the historians who were favorable and those antagonistic towards Christians that no serious scholar in the 21st century denies it. On today's show, we will ask ourselves, is it possible that Jesus Christ was just a man? Yes, there's proof that he existed, but was he just a good and kind rabbi, remembered for his radical concepts of kindness to all? But before we get into it, we'll listen to a few of my favorite artists, beginning with Mary Beret, Be Still My Soul, from her 2006 album titled by the same name. Be still my soul, the Lord is on thy side.
sleeping now so peacefully the son of god the angel said how could it be lord i know he's not my own not of my flesh not of my bone still father let this baby be the son of my love Can a man be father to the son of God Lord for all my life I've been a simple carpenter How can I raise a king How can I raise a king He looks so small His face and hands so fair And when he cries the sun just seems to disappear But when he laughs it shines again How could it be was Michael Card so beautifully portraying the way that Jesus's father Joseph would have felt knowing that he was raising the son of God but was he really raising the son of God or was it just a albeit very special baby someone who was just like every one of us we are going to look at three different pieces of evidence today that clearly show that Jesus was not just a man but something far more than that The first of these is well described by the famous writer C.S. Lewis, who gave us amongst other things the Chronicles of Narnia series. Lewis writes, "A man who was merely a man and said the sort of things Jesus said would not be a great moral teacher. 
He would either be a lunatic on the level with the man who says he's a poached egg, or else he would be the devil of hell. You must make your choice. Either this man was and is the son of God, or else a madman, or something worse. C.S. Lewis suggests that the kind of things that Jesus said do not leave us the option of thinking that he was just a man. So let's have a look at some of these things. If anyone would like to review the verses that we use on the show today or the quotes, please feel free to go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? In John chapter 8 verse 12, Jesus said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. It's very strange for someone who's just a man to say something like, I am the light of the world. What about John 6.38, which says, For I have come down from heaven, not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. Again, it would be absurd for a mere man to say, I have come down from heaven. In John 8.58, Jesus says, Most assuredly I say to you, before Abraham was, I am. Here, Jesus is claiming to have existed before Abraham, who was born around 2100 years prior to this time. And more than that, by identifying himself as I am, he claimed to be the same Jehovah God who spoke to Moses. It's no wonder why the Jews of his day tried to stone him after he said this. I believe that C.S. Lewis's point is a very valid one. Jesus did not leave us the option to think that he was just a good man. A good man would not claim to be the light of the world or to be around the time of Abraham and then again 2100 years later. The things that Jesus said leave us three options. Either he was the son of God as he claims to be, or he was a liar, so not really a good man, or he was insane. So how can we know that Jesus was not just a liar or someone who was insane? We will look at our second piece of evidence just after these songs.
wind I can see when I lose my step and I fall down again. I can see cause you pick me up. See cause you're there. I can see cause you hear me alone when I call you. Far away stood an old rugged cross The emblem of suffering and shame And I love that old cross where the dearest and best For a world of lost sinners was slain So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross Exchange it someday for a crown Oh, the old rugged cross So despised by the world Has a wondrous attraction for me For the dear Lamb of God Left His glory above To bear it to dark Calvary So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I will cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown And exchange it someday for a crown
To the old rugged cross I will ever be true It's shame and reproach gladly bear Then he'll call me someday to my home far away Where his glory forever I'll share So I'll cherish the old rugged cross Till my trophies at last I lay down I'll cling to the old rugged cross And exchange it someday for a crown And exchange it someday for a crown And exchange it someday for a crown. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today? Right here on Faith FM, where we are investigating the question Was Jesus the Son of God or was he just a man? We have discovered so far that if a simple man made the sort of claims that Jesus made, he would either be someone who deliberately set out to deceive people or someone who was insane. The last song we listened to was from Chris Rice's Peace Like a River album and it was called The Old Rugged Cross. And this Old Rugged Cross is the second piece of evidence that we will look at today. If Jesus was just a man, he could have not have risen from the dead after being crucified. As such, a number of skeptics today believe that Jesus never actually died on the cross. Therefore, if he never died on the cross, he never raised from the dead, and when he was crucified, he simply passed out. This is sometimes referred to as the swoon theory. The word swoon meaning to faint. The first thing we need to take into consideration when examining this idea is who crucified Jesus. The people who had to crucify Jesus were Roman guards. These were trained executioners, experts at what they did. Well, they had to be. If a prisoner ever escaped their execution, the guard who was meant to have executed them would himself be condemned to death. These guards had the strongest incentive possible to make sure that the people who they were meant to execute actually died. In the Gospel of John, chapter 19, verse 34 and 35, It says, But when they came to Jesus and found that he was already dead, they didn't break his legs. Instead, one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear, bringing a sudden flow of blood and water. If you'd like to review any of the verses used today, please go to our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? It was a Friday afternoon and the Passover Sabbath was approaching. The Jews didn't want to see people being crucified during this day as it would take away from the joyous nature of the Passover celebrations. Therefore, they went to Pilate and asked for permission to break the legs of those who had been crucified. This would prevent them from being able to push up in order to take another breath on the cross that they were nailed to. The result would have been a speedy suffocation and then the victims would be dead. However, when the soldiers came to Jesus, he was already dead. And when they pierced his side with a spear, a flow of blood and water came out. What does this mean? We will find out just after these songs. So long and after thee 
like a river flowing down to the sea. Like a rushing wind, you flow into me. Like the falling of the snow, like the blood that makes me whole, is the love of God that flows into me. Like a river flowing down. Like a rushing wind, you flow into me. Like the falling of the snow, like the blood that makes me whole, is the love of God that flows into me. And like a river, you come flooding through the desert of my heart. And like the wind, you come rushing, blowing life through every part. And like the snow, you're falling on me with the blood of your own son. And like the sun. You come shining, making darkness run. Just like a river flowing down to the sea, like a rushing wind, you flow into me. Like the falling of the snow. Like the blood that makes me whole is the love of God that flows into me. And like a river, you come pouring out your love upon the field. And like the wind, you bring the harvest down to take your yield. And like the snow, you. Touching hearts and making warm and like the sun, you raise the mighty light to calm the storm. Just like a river flowing down to the sea, like a rushing wind, you flow into me. Like the falling of the snow, like the blood that makes me whole, is the love of God that flows into me. Is the love of God that flows into me. Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today. So, what does John mean when he writes in chapter nineteen, verses thirty-four and thirty-five, that they didn't break Jesus's legs? Instead, one of the soldiers just pierced his side with a spear, bringing forth a sudden flow of blood and water. Well, the soldiers would have seen that Jesus was dead, but they didn't kind of say, "Oh, yeah, he appears to be dead." No, they wanted to be sure. They would have known that sometimes the prisoners just fainted. 
So, in order to make sure that he was dead, they pierced his side to puncture his lungs and his heart. This would have made sure that if he was not yet dead, he would be dead immediately after. Now, what did they see? They saw that blood and water came out. What does this mean? Crucifixion typically resulted in death through one of two ways. The first way was by hypovolemic shock, a medical condition where insufficient blood volume makes the heart unable to continue to pump blood to the body. The prolonged rapid heartbeat resulting from hypovolemic shock can cause fluid to gather in the area around the heart as the person dies. This fluid buildup is called pericardial effusion. The second and most common way death would occur during crucifixion was due to asphyxiation. This would result in fluid buildup in the lungs, which today we call pulmonary edema. Either way, when someone has died during crucifixion and they are pierced in their side, you would expect not just blood, but also water that has built up around the lungs and heart to pour out. The Roman guards would not have known these fancy terms we use today, such as pulmonary edema, but they would have no doubt been familiar with the fact that when someone is crucified and they have died and they are pierced in their side, blood and water flow out. They would have seen this many times and this would have been evidence for them that their victim indeed has passed away. So, did Jesus Christ die on the cross? Well, the medical knowledge that we have today of pulmonary edema and pericardial effusion confirms the fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross. The fact that the guards would have lost their lives if Jesus had not died is also evidence for his death. The blood and water that poured out proved it, and the fact that his side was pierced, which would have itself killed him, further proves the inescapable fact that Jesus Christ died on the cross. It is no wonder that for the next two days the disciples and people who loved Jesus mourned his death. Now, you may say, Okay, Marius, I see that there's very clear evidence that Jesus Christ died on the cross. But what if he remained in the grave? We will examine this just after these songs. Age to age, you're still the same By the power of the name El Shaddai, El Shaddai Erechim Kana Adonai We will praise and lift you high El Shaddai Through your love and through the ram You saved the son of Abraham And by the power of your hand Turned the sea into dry land To the outcast on her knees You were the God who really sees by your might, you set your children free. El Shaddai, El Shaddai, El El 
future 
is worth the living just because he lives. How sweet to hold a newborn baby and feel the pride and joy they give. But greater still the calm assurance a child can face on certain days because he Welcome back to Is It Relevant Today, right here on Faith FM. You're listening to Marius Jigal, and today we're examining the question, was Jesus Christ just a man, or was he the Son of God? We have so far discovered that the kinds of things that Jesus said does not leave us the option to think that he was just a good man. In fact, if a man claimed to have been around 2100 years earlier in the time of Abraham, he would either be a colossal liar or a lunatic. We then went to look at that old rugged cross and discovered that Jesus most definitely died on it. You can't fake pulmonary edema or pericardial effusion. And if he had just fainted on the cross, as swoon theorists presume, then the spear that pierced his side would have definitely killed him. So this leads us to the question, did Jesus remain dead? Is it possible that he died and was buried and that was that? Did his disciples go on to steal his body and simply make up the claim that Jesus had raised from the dead? 
The first thing to note when examining this hypothesis is that the Jews were worried that this may happen and they took measures to prevent it. They remembered that Jesus said he would raise from the dead on the third day and they asked Pilate to give them permission to guard the tomb. In Matthew chapter 27 verses 65 and 66 it reads, You have a guard, Pilate said. Go make the tomb as secure as you know how. So they went and secured the tomb by sealing the stone and posting the guard. So the tomb was closed and sealed up and the guard was set to protect it. Is it then possible that the guard fell asleep? To answer that question, we need to understand what a Roman guard consisted of. The Roman guard was a 16-man unit that was governed by very strict rules. Each member was responsible for six square feet of space. The guard members could not sit down or even lean against anything while they were on duty. If a guard member fell asleep, he was beaten and burned with his own clothes. But he was not the only one that was executed. The entire 16-man guard unit was executed if only just one of the members fell asleep on duty. As we can see, the Roman guard was organized in such a way that each one of the 16-man unit had to make sure not only that he didn't fall asleep, but that all the others stayed awake as well. Therefore, the guards who were posted at the tomb were definitely awake, and Jesus' body was not stolen. But the further and even stronger evidence that Jesus rose from the dead was the over 500 men and women that saw him afterwards, and how this belief in the resurrection caught on like wildfire throughout the whole world. Even more evidence to the resurrection can be found in the fact that every one of his disciples, with the exception of John, was martyred for their belief. If they had simply been part of an elaborate hoax, they would not submit to martyrdom for a story they made up. Imagine when they were told to recant or die if they were lying, they would have admitted to it and have had their life spared. Not one person, let alone ten of the disciples and the thousands that died later for this belief, would have chosen to die if they knew it was all a lie. However, if Jesus had raised from the dead, and they would have believed the promise that he made to us all in John chapter 6 verse 47, which says, Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me has eternal life, they would have not feared to die, as they knew that eternal life awaited them. So there we go. Three clear proofs that Jesus was not simply a man, but something far more than that. Number one, a simple, sane, good man would never have made the claims that Jesus did. Number two, Jesus most definitely died on the cross. And number three, Jesus' body was not stolen, but he did indeed raise from the grave. So, is Jesus relevant today? The answer is most definitely so. Jesus was and is today the most influential person throughout all of history, the long-awaited Messiah and the Son of God. The evidence for this can be found throughout all of history, in the artifacts and in the manuscripts and in the Bible itself. Jesus was the Son of God and is still very relevant today. On our next show, we will ask, is Jesus relevant to me personally? We will explore this question by looking at my life where I will share with you a bit of my personal story. So please join us for that. And for now, thanks for listening. 
And don't forget to visit our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? And give us a big thumbs up. And be sure to tune in next week at the same time on Faith FM. I'm Marius Chigao. God bless and I hope you have a magnificent day. Before the throne of God above I have a strong and perfect plea A great high priest whose name is love Whoever lives and pleads for me My name is graven on his hands My name is written on his heart I know that while in heaven he stands No tongue can bid me thence depart When Satan tempts me to despair Tells me of my guilt within Upward I look and see him there Who made an end of all my sin Because the sinless Savior died My sinful soul is counted free For God the just is satisfied To look on Him and pardon me Behold Him there, the risen Lamb My perfect spotless righteousness The great unchangeable I am The King of glory and of grace One with Himself I cannot die My soul is purchased by His blood My life is hid with Christ on high With Christ my Savior and my With Christ my Savior and my Savior say that strength indeed is small Child of weakness watch and pray And find in me not all in all Jesus paid it all And all to hell I Oh, now indeed 
You've been listening to Is It Relevant Today? If you have any questions or comments, please leave them on our Facebook page, Is It Relevant Today? But for now, thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you next week.